Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges, joining us today. She is a 10-time All-American and two-time Big 12 Conference Swimmer of the Year for the University of Texas. She's a world champion and five-time world championship medalist. And most recently, she is a med student at UT. Today, we're sitting down with Madison Cox. Madison, how's it going? Hey, Coleman. It's going well. recently announced your retirement, I think within the last month or so, um, is I I'm wondering how this decision came about for you and how recent this actually was, if you had been in the pool for a while, or if you had kind of stepped away from the pool, but ultimately made the decision more recently. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I did, I guess it was uh, almost a month ago now. Um, announced my retirement. And I, um, so after trials, I took a couple months off. I was just, you know, focusing on myself. I was moving to Houston, getting ready for medical school. Um, we do have an incredible pool here. Um, and so it's at our rec center. So I would swim there every once in a while. And, you know, at the beginning, it was a little hard because, you know, it's just, it's a weird transition of life, you know, like, completely changing like my identity, who I was and, or not really who I was, but you know, how I perceived myself and how the world perceived me too, I guess. Um, new friend group, everything like that. So, um, so yeah, so I, I would swim here and there and, you know, swimming and the pool has always been my place of, um, like kind of my, my happy place. Like I, I've always loved the sport. I've loved training. I've loved competing every single aspect of it. I loved, So, um, you know, just kind of getting back to that was interesting. Um, and then training here and there and, and then, yeah, I, I guess this year I just thought, you know, med school is always what I've wanted to do with long-term career. I think I need to just, um, you know, officially hang up the cap and goggles and pursue this and, um, you know, it, it really does. Med school takes every single second of your day. And so, um, you know, just being able to, to focus on, on my studies and staying happy and, and all that. Med school and the swim, swim podcast is all you have time for. (laughs) Yeah, just about, (laughs) uh, are you in Houston right now? Yes. Yeah. So it's UT it's, I am in UT medical school, but it's UT Houston. Um, yes yeah i had no idea what's what do you you were in austin for i don't know the better part of a decade or maybe that's way too long five years six years eight years okay okay i was in austin for um what do you think of houston what what has that transition been like it's been good i you know i was actually a little nervous for it because i like austin is so near and dear to my heart that i was afraid to move and leave my friends i have a sister there um, Houston is incredible. The medical center is like, I mean, unparalleled. That's one of the reasons I chose to come here for medical school is the resources and opportunities that it would provide um, being in the medical center. And I do also have a sister here, which is great. But I was really worried about the weather. I know it's only, you know, like two and a half, three hours from Austin, but 
I just, in my mind, Houston was so gloomy and rainy all the time. And you know what I've realized since moving here is that you don't even notice the weather when you don't go outside. So when you're just cooped <laughs> up, studying along in your room, it doesn't matter if it's raining and it's nice outside. You just kind of look out and you're like, oh, nice. Okay. And then you go back to studying. <laughs> weather. I remember that. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's been actually a, a nice transition. Houston has a bunch of great food places. Um, great people. My other sister is here. I think I said that in my, um, she just had a baby. So I have a little nephew here as well. So, um, I take breaks and go hold him and hang out with them. So it's really nice. Oh, well that, that's great then. Um, so on the, on the physical side of things, are you still swimming at all? Um, do you, are you, are you missing the, that lifestyle of being an athlete and training and focusing on that aspect of yourself? Um, yes and no. I think I miss the people in swimming, right? Like I miss going to 5am practice and seeing Carol and the team and like all those great people. And just like, it's just so heartwarming but I, I feel, you know, the other aspect of it, that's, you know, training and preparing you yourself for like peak performance. I feel as though I don't miss that as much because I am still doing that just in a different regard. So I'm still like, I still feel like I'm going into battle every day, you know, like you, you go in, you like do your absolute best and then, you know, the day's over and you, you prepare yourself for the next day. And I still kind of see school like that. You know, I, most of the decisions I make are, around, okay, is this going to optimize my studying? Is this going to optimize my focus and, you know, everything like that. So I do, I do feel that sense of, um, I guess, accomplishment still, but I just, I do miss the people and, um, yeah, and Carol and Mitch in particular. And, and then going to meets and seeing, you know, I, I see all the social media and I'm like, oh, like the, the, the first day of the meet is always the best when you see people you haven't seen in so long. And it's just like this little reunion and you're so happy and, um, I, I definitely miss that. Um, I think that's the the hardest thing to come to terms with with a transition like this. Yeah. Did Did you see the video? I think Emma Stickland posted it of everyone, the whole UT women's team dressing up as Carol for Halloween. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love that. That that was like what like that example right there of just things I see that I'm like, oh, I love. I mean, I just like the. Texas swimming team just has a special place in my heart. Um, and they're just incredible people through and through. And I, I definitely miss being able to train with them every day and just being with them. And yeah, Emma Stickland was like, you know, she's just, she's incredible. I'll, I'll never forget little freshman Emma scared and timid. And now she's like just kind of growing into her own and, and I mean, doing incredible things in the pool too. So I think, um, I think it's exciting to see, and I, I'm not, like resentful of it. I'm just more so like, Oh, sad, but also like, I'm happy that they're happy. And, um, that Leah Smith is there now. I'm so, that's one thing I actually am a little envious that I never got to be there and train with her. I did a lot of training camps with Leah. Like we trained together a ton, but it would have been so great to actually live in Austin and be able to train with her and the team. Dude, no kidding. I mean, the, the, yeah, it seems like they've got a pretty special group going there right now. Um, I do have to ask after watching that video, which is the best piece of media I've seen all year <laughs> by far, is Slop City something Carol actually says? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Slop City. 
Um, she usually it's um, in the context of if you get a number like during taper, um, you get a number like 3K or something like that. She usually she doesn't want to see Slop City. Um, she wants it actually to be like focused. Or there's also um, Cruise Town, Vanelli. There's there's a whole <laughs> different little like language that Carol speaks, and I think I. I just didn't even realize it because you're around her for so long and you just kind of accept it. And then you forget in moments like this and people ask you what it means. And you're like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's not a, that's not a term that that other coaches use. That's just, that's very unique to Carol. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> thank, thank you for that valuable Intel. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't get over that, That like just seeing that made my day. It was so yeah. funny. Um, so uh, again, looking back, on your swimming career, um, people, number one, uh, but looking back on, on the memories of your personal swimming, is there anything that stands out to you? Um, just as, as when you look back, it's like, this is very memorable for me, um, of, of what you were able to accomplish or the experiences you were able to have within your own performances. Yeah, I think, um, I think the things that are most memorable are more um, of the team memories. Like my own performances, I mean, great. Like I, I have a lot of races that I'm very like proud of myself for, but I think the best moments, like the 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 memories that bring me the most joy are the times that, you know, like we did something as a team or like relay swims were always my favorite, even though I wasn't, you know, a huge relay swimmer. I love thinking about back to NCA relays and like just hugging, you know, like finishing that relay and being like, okay, we did that for the team. We got those points. Um, one of my favorite memories will always be the um, Texas Georgia dual meet when we were at Georgia. And um, it was really special because as I think most people know, Carol came from Georgia and um, it was just a really great environment that meet was. I think the bleachers were like sold out, which for dual meet is like I mean, that's just like never, you, that never happens. It's very rare. So um, I think we were, we were stoked to have that energy and then also just like be able to compete for Carol. I remember we were so tired and we were so exhausted from that week of training, but all of us just like laid it out. And we went, some people went like best times at that dual meet, like completely un, you know, untapered, no, no shave, no anything, no racing suits. It was just, it was just swimming like out of heart and like passion and, um, I think those are the memories that will, that have stuck with me and will continue to stick with me. And, um, I think, I mean, there's some, there's some personal swims out there too, but I think all in all, it's just, it's just those, those team memories or, or even memories. Like I remember when Tasia broke our 200 backstroke record for the first time, like I'll never forget like where I was, like all those emotions that went into it. I think that those are the happy memories, like her getting out of the water and like just embracing her with a hug and. I think, um, those are, those are very special to me. Yeah. Did, uh, I'm, I'm just going to ask some, some basic swimmer questions. These aren't that deep, but throughout your career, did you have a favorite event or did that event change? Um, I think it was always the 200 IM. I love the 200 as much as I like tried to make myself into other things. Like I did, there was a, there was a period in there that I like loved the 200 free or 200 breaststroke, but the 200 IM is just, it's so unique. And, you know, I, I think it's the perfect 
it's not a sprint, but it's not long distance. And you get to switch up every stroke. The race is very dynamic. People are, you know, there's a lot more, um, I'm not, those are, there's not strategy to other races. I just think the 200 IM is like particularly strategy oriented race, I guess. So, um, I think, yeah, that would, that would probably be my favorite from beginning to end. I, I love the 200 IM. Do you have a favorite time you swam the 200 IM or, or a race where you were like, okay, I executed that just the way I wanted to, or I executed that, you know, perfectly for the time that you swam it. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's ever a time where I like execution was perfect. Like there was always something that we walked away from. We would watch film, we would do stroke counting and we'd say, okay, this needs to be better or we need to do this. So I think that was also why I was able to swim for so long and be so content with like the process is because there was always something to focus on. It was never like, okay, great. Let's just repeat that. It was always, you know, okay, let's focus on this. Let's do sets that help you, you know, like increase your, the glide and breaststroke so that you can decrease the strokes taken so that you can have more energy for the freestyle, like just little things like that. Um, but I will say one of my favorite races is, and I don't even remember which pro swim it was. I want to say maybe Iowa. Um, and it was, it was a fine time. I think it was a good time for the season. It was that, um, it was right after COVID and Melanie Margalis and I tied like exactly tied, um, and I think that is one of my happiest memories because we were both just like so happy for each other. And it was just, I don't know, it was just a fun meet in general because it was, you know, one of the first meets back. And so we were all just happy to see each other and just like happy to race, like just grateful for the opportunity to race. And so that, that I think looking back is one of my, my, um, more fond 200 IM memories. Yeah. The, I mean, I certainly remember that time period of just being like we get to go to meets again mm-hmm. <laughs> but like i did i personally did not get to go to des moines but i got to go to the next one in mission via mm-hmm. i think it was in mission but <clears throat> that was yeah it, it was super cool um it was it was obviously a very weird time um do, I, and i know we've talked about that a lot but i guess looking back now do you feel like that extra year of 2021 um you either gained something or lost something or maybe both, um, within your swimming, just having that one extra year of, yeah, not being able to do a lot and then being pushed back and being able to do all of it kind of um, immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was definitely a challenging year. And I think, I mean, everyone was facing their own unique challenges. We got kicked out of our pool and our weight room and we had to adjust, um, had to go home for a, a good bit of time. Um, and I don't know necessarily what I like, I can't pinpoint it specifically because who knows what things would have looked like and how things would have shaken out if, if that year didn't happen. Um, but I know like there are things that I'm grateful for, such as like having that year with Mitch, you know, he came along and, um, I think he's one of the reasons that like that year was, I was able to like keep my head above, above water. You know, I was supposed to be in medical school that year. I, I had to defer medical school for a whole year and like put that part of my life on hold in order to pursue my swimming goals. And I think it, you know, like in normal circumstances, I, that would have been really hard to mentally like, um, come to terms with and like stay happy and stay like motivated. But, um, having Mitch there like really helped change things up, up, like new 
like just fresh eyes and fresh like perspective and same with like freshmen, like, you know, like, um, it was just so great having like new people around and, and everyone just kept it fun. Like it was just like fun group of people. It was like Kelly Pash and, and, um, Evie five, like we were, we just had so much fun and Joanna and remedy. And like, we had that little like pro group that we just got to be with. And, um, so we, we made the most of it and who knows, you know, what I gained in so I think I, I, I was, you know, that I did become a better summer that year. And, um, but who knows how, how things would have shaken out if, um, if I, you know, didn't take that year. And, um, and now being in med, med school, I, I also think, you know, like if I had gone straight into medical school without taking that year, I, you know, I wouldn't have the friends that I have now. I wouldn't, you know, it, it would have been, everything would have been different. I, I started my MPH degree, so I wouldn't have been as far along with that curriculum. So it, everything, you know, I, I think it happened and it, and it worked out the way it could. I don't think I have any regrets either way. I think, I just need to, you know, I just had to accept what it was and as did everyone else. And you kind of just make the most of it and move on and, um, yeah, you do your best. Yeah. Um, which you did literally in with, in the last like month of, of racing, um, for you, there was a meet at UT like three weeks before trials ish. Mm -hmm. Um, and you went three best times. Mm -hmm. Um, what, what what made that meet hit for you you know what what made it to where you were just on um I don't even know if I was on because we we weren't really tapered at all and I think it was just like I was just swimming knowing it was my last time racing at the TSC and knowing it was my last time with that full group you know we have a select we had a select group that went to trials but it was my last time racing with some of those girls and and um I think I was just kind of taking it in and just being grateful for the opportunity and just having fun. Like that's all it was. It was just me having fun and just, and just racing. It, it was, it was, there was no stress. There was, you know, if it went well, it went well, if it didn't, it didn't, it was just, it was just free racing. And, um, and like I said, having fun and enjoying the the process. So I think that's what it was. I, I really have no idea. It, it, that's funny that you say that. Cause I didn't actually realize that I really did. I, I went best times. I was very happy with that meet. And I think more than anything, I was just excited for what it looked, what it, you know, could have meant going into trials and it meant, you know, I was in a good space, um, you know, mentally and physically. So I think, um, it, it was definitely a, a, a fun meet. Yeah. So then carrying that through two trials, um, can you just tell me about your experience at trials, uh, and how you were feeling mentally there, how you were feeling physically there. And again, having, um, some time to digest all of it, kind of looking back how you processed every, your experience at that meet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So trials was fun. Like I said, we, we were with a great group the entire time, you know, the whole year we were with a great group. And so I was very fortunate. I think, I think trials really started with the, um, I forget what it was called, like, but the, the meet before trial, the trials qualifier meet, um, that was in Omaha. And, you know, if you wanted, you got to go on, move on to trials. So trials for me started with Emma Stickland, freaking just rocking that meet. And we had, we had other swimmers too. I mean, it was, awesome to watch. I remember like we put it up on our big screen TV at our house every night and would just watch it and, and just see all the, the fast swimming. And I think that was really exciting. And then I was just so grateful that we were going to be able to have Emma there at the meet. Um, and, and then getting to trials. I mean, it was great. Like I said, like the first day of, um, of a meet is incredible. And you, we had a couple days where I just got to see everyone say hi and, 
um, and just kind of hang out and, um, and yeah. And then, and then the meet started, I, I, you know, I, as with the extra year, you think back at things and you're like, okay, could I, do I regret things? Do I wish they would have gone differently? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I probably would have changed things if I could go back. I probably wouldn't have swam the 400 IM. I've, I've never really loved that event. I actually hate the 400 IM. Um, I tried to convince myself that I love it. Um, but I think I was secretly just like trying to overcome fears. And I, you know, I, I wish I had just kind of swallowed my pride with that one and not swim the 400 IM, but it is what it is. And, um, but I still had a great time. You know, I went to finals that night. I got to sit with Natalie in the stands, hang out with her, um, you know, cheer on, you know, friends, teammates, everything like that. And Evie Fiber was in the race, always, always cheering for her and, and, um, wanting to see the best for her. Cause I know, you know, she's my direct training partner. So I know, you know, how hard she'd worked and I wanted to see that pay off for her, which it did. And it was, it was great to see. Um, and then 200 IM came around. I was feeling fine, feeling great. Um, I actually felt really good in the water. I don't, I, I honestly don't know what happened. It was just not my race, not my day, which that's the nature of the sport, right? Like that's what it kind of all boils down to. And I think after that, I think I got on a plane. I, everything's a blur. Honestly, I, I, I don't remember much. Um, I think I got on a plane the next day. Yeah. My best friend, Tasia Croces flew with me to Lubbock and then went home and started processing things. And yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what else that was trials. It was fun until it wasn't fun. Yeah. Do you, do you look back on that with any sort of, any sort of way now? Um, just knowing that you were that close to a goal you'd been chasing for a long time and didn't, I mean, trials is just like, so cut and dry, right? Like mm -hmm. you had a great performance. You, you swam a really good time. Um, but that didn't equate to that certain goal that you had been chasing for so long. Do you look back on that now with any sort of, um, feeling or emotion? Um, yeah, definitely, definitely some feeling and emotion. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's hard. It's, it's, it's tough. It sucks. And I mean, that's just the way life goes though, right? Like you can put your all into something and it just doesn't work out or something can happen to you that for no reason, you know, you can, you can test positive for a, a dumb multivitamin you take, you know, like life just happens. And I would have done th things differently, but it was meant to be. Yeah. Um, so, so now, uh, are you swimming at all just recreationally or otherwise? Um, sometimes. Yeah, I do. Um, my sister actually just got a house with a pool. So I prefer to swim there when it's like private, you know, got, get my own, um, place, just kind of go back and forth. I, I really, I still love the water. Like nothing can beat the feeling of just like swimming. Like just like you, I don't know. I've always loved like just submerging and just like taking it in and just like, I've always had like Carol gave it to us actually, or taught us it just little grateful moments. So just like closing your eyes and be like, this feels great. Like being one, you feel like one with your body and like mind, emotions, everything. And I, I think the pool, you know, helps elicit that like connectivity more than anything for me. So um, I like to go and swim, but, you know, speaking of, you know, 
studying and having limited time, it's, it's really hard to go swim because you have to, you know, factor in the time to the pool. Okay. Then the, you know, you actually get time swimming, but then you have to change, dry off and then come back. And so it's a lot more, um, efficient to just go on a run hop outside. I, I run a lot. I ran a marathon in, in March of last year. So, um, I find it, uh, that running is a little bit more efficient use of my time, but I, I do still swim. And, um, especially like during tough times, I think it's, um, it's still like my, my go-to happy place or it's just place to like get away from everything and just kind of escape and, and yeah. Are you one of those people who just didn't train and ran a marathon and then just did it? Yes, but unintentionally. So I thought, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, so all my teammates and I at Texas, everyone in my class and a couple classes ahead of us, um, signed up for this marathon. It was the Myrtle Beach Marathon. We were just like, oh, it'll be somewhere fun to go run. And so we all signed up. It was the race was in March, and I was like, okay, I'll train. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what I like who I thought I was thinking I had time to train for a marathon while in medical school. Um, so I, I did, I ran a half marathon in January, the Houston half, but I actually got like a little knee injury from it because I hadn't even trained for that. And so up until about a week before the marathon, I was like, I can't do this. Like my knee is not good, but I had signed up for it right after trials. And I was like, this is something that I like wanted to do. And it was just like in my mind that I had to do this thing. So I ran it. Um, my knee hurt for about the first 13 miles. Um, it just went numb after that. So that was great, good and bad. I'm not sure. Um, the next 13 miles are quite rough. Um, but I never stopped. I never walked. I, I completed the marathon. Um, I will never do one again without training. Uh, but it was, it was fun. And like, it was, it was mostly just great to be with, um, with my friends and teammates. And we got this huge Airbnb on the beach and our, all of our moms got an Airbnb like right next door. So they were like, cook us food and we'd go hang out with them. And, um, that was really fun. And I, I'm glad I did the marathon, um, no serious injuries, you know, after it. So that was good. I'm, I'm very surprised, but, um, but yeah, I definitely did not expect, um, to, you know, not have the time to train for it. And, but, you know, I just did it and yeah. Is I, I know you said running is a more efficient use of your time now for the most part, but do you like, was the marathon something you enjoyed? Is that something you think you might do again? Cause obviously a very different kind of competition than swimming. Mm -hmm. Um, but also just kind of a different zone of, of state of being right mm -hmm. while you're doing it. Yeah, I, I definitely think I would have enjoyed it a lot more if I had trained. I really enjoyed the half marathon. Like, I think that's a good distance for me. It's like manageable. You can train for it. You don't have to go on long 20 mile runs on, you know, weekends. You can just kind of do, you know, six to eight miles and that'll, that'll be, that'll suffice for training. So I think half marathons are going to be where I, I really like to compete because it is fun. And I do get that, like the runner's high, you know, like I haven't felt that in a while from swimming, you know, like a good, hard swim workout where you just come out of it and you're just like so happy and you like have you just like you're in a good mood and you don't even know why you're I mean you do know why it was it was from the workout but as exhausted as you are you're in a good mood and I get that from running and and so I definitely think I'll continue to pursue um 
running, you know, like at least half marathons and maybe one day work my way into um, Ironmans or like half Ironmans, I think would be fun. But, um, but yeah, time is the biggest, the the biggest limiting factor there. Sure. Um, so, so just looking ahead a little bit in terms of med school, you're, uh, oh, oh, sorry. You're, um, you're in your second year. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And how long is this process? Not not having been a medical student myself. Yeah, so it's four years of medical school. So I'm almost halfway there. Um, two years preclinical, where we're just in the classroom, you know, learning all the basic sciences, but also like pathologies of diseases and everything like that. Um, and then we take our first like board examination, um, step one in March of or around February March of next year, and then in may we start clinical so we'll just be in the hospital or different um like settings where you are in different rotations and you kind of work your way throughout um them and then you go on to residency so that's so four years medical school that are two preclinical years two clinical years and then you apply for residency and depending on what you go into it could be anywhere from four to eight years um and then after residency then you're you can go get a job and be a real doctor. Do you have any idea uh, or inclination of what kind of doctor you would like to be? Yeah, um, I don't really know yet. I'm still keeping an open mind. Um, I came into medical school thinking dermatology. I still like dermatology, um, but I, after my experience in anatomy lab, our first semester, I, I, I think I really like um, surgical specialties. So, um, you know, I've, I've, I've worked at, I worked at MD Anderson over the summer. I really like working with the cancer population. So maybe some kind of surgical oncology, um, or maybe just surgery or, you know, surgical oncology via like ENT, head and neck. Um, I'm not really sure. I'm, I'm trying to keep an open mind. I, I really love everything I've seen and done. I've, I've genuinely and thoroughly enjoyed. So I think third, the third year, you know, when we start, um, in the clinicals will be a a good experience to really, um, you know, kind of nail down what I want to do and and what I want my um, future career to look like. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.